Welcome to the Cup of Joe Wrestling Show. Cup of Joe Wrestling Show? With Joey Harris. A podcast for the wrestling fan on the go. So take your favorite beverage of choice and join Joey as he takes a look at some of the biggest shows on the WWE Network. From makeshift studios deep in the heart of stately Maine Manor, this is the Cup of Joe Wrestling Show. I'm your host, Joey Harris. Folks, I hope that you have had a wonderful week, a wonderful Thanksgiving since the last time that we have talked. And since the last time that I recorded, I usually record on either Sundays or Monday. And since the last time I recorded, some things have happened. The latest Survivor Series happened. It was a pretty good show. Nothing too memorable happened except for the farewell of The Undertaker, which I thought for the most part was very well done. And I have to say, when they did the hologram and the oh yes to Paul Bearer, that got me. I was talking with my friend Tyler. Uh, he's a huge Undertaker fan and I, and I told him that got me and he said me too so I thought that was good I had a wonderful Thanksgiving very small Thanksgiving my wife and I went over to her best friend's house and there were just a few of us there were six of us for dinner everybody kept their appropriate distance apart and we had a very safe and a very good Thanksgiving and now with that out of the way we enter into my favorite time of the year the christmas season is upon us and that just means to me family and traditions and watching things that make you feel good watching holiday movies and specials and things that i grew up on or that mean a lot to me i started that this past weekend once we got thanksgiving out of the way and I, I, I picked the sleeper classic to start us off, to start my wife and I off on our annual holiday Christmas viewing. And that is the very underrated film from 2005, Kiss Kiss Bang Bang. It hits all four of the criteria for a Christmas movie that the Laps fan did. I think it was either last year or two years ago. For something to be considered a Christmas movie has to have two or four things. Number one, that it has to have, it has to take place at Christmas time. Number two, it has to have Christmas lights. Number three, it has to have Christmas music. Number four, someone has to be dressed festively or as Santa. And Kiss Kiss Bang Bang hits all four of those criteria underrated noir thriller from shane black mystery robert downey jr val kilmer just so many great people um michelle monaghan corbin bernson larry miller just just a great film and like i said so very underrated this was robert downey jr's really his comeback vehicle the movie that he made so that he could start getting insured again and just all the great things that he that he has done 
with his career since then is just it is unbelievable it it really is unbelievable so give that a look kiss kiss bang bang great film today we take a little bit of a detour into an area that we have not covered yet and we take a slight turn and look at the ECW Super Summer Sizzler Spectacular from 1993. Try saying that 20 times fast, right? The Super Summer Sizzler Spectacular took place on June the 19th, 1993. From the ECW Arena in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania, there were 650 people in attendance. Let's talk about the origins of ECW. ECW had its origins in 1990 under the banner Tri-State Wrestling Alliance owned by Joel Goodhart. ECW would, in fact, continue to use the former Tri-State Heavyweight Championship belt to represent its own championship, although the ECW title was not considered a continuation of that title. In 1992, Goodhart sold his share of the company to his partner, Todd Gordon, who renamed the promotion Eastern Championship Wrestling. When Eastern Championship Wrestling was founded, it was not a member of the NWA. At the time, Eddie Gilbert, the lead booker of Eastern Championship Wrestling, had managed to secure television time on Sports Channel Philadelphia starting in April 1993. Gilbert, later, after falling out with Todd Gordon, was replaced in September 1993 by then 28-year-old Paul Heyman. Heyman, known on television as Paul E. Dangerously, had just been fired by WCW and was looking for a new challenge. We start out with a TVMA label. Jay Sully and Todd Gordon are in front of the ECW arena with some fans to welcome us. This looks like it was shot with a VHS camera. We go to our opening credits. Our first match, ECW television title match, Jimmy Snuka versus JT Smith. Jay Sully and Paulie Dangerously are the announcers to start with. Smith with the shoulder block. Snuka with the hip toss. Smith gets a headlock and then a power slam and Snuka rolls outside. Back in, Smith rolls Snuka up for a two count. A Smith crossbody gets another two count. Snuka takes over and clips Smith's knee. He hits a jumping pile driver. He then goes up top and hits the superfly to win. Larry Winters versus Tony Stetson first blood match. Stetson comes out hot. He hits several moves. He goes up top and hits a leg drop. He takes the top turnbuckle cover off, but Winters blocks it twice. Winters then pushes Stetson into it, and Winters hits a top rope double axe handle. Then Winters attacks Stetson's eye with punches. Stetson up and hits a flying clothesline. He whips Winters into the turnbuckle. Stetson then goes up top, but gets caught and tossed off. Winters going after the eye again. Stetson rolls out, but Winters won't stop and posts Stetson on the ring post, then whips him into the exposed buckle. Stetson is down, and the Rock and Rebel comes out and gets up on the apron and distracts Winters while Stetson wraps a chain around his hand and nails Winters with it to win. Stetson and Rebel then attack Winters. Winters then comes back after a missed double clothesline and clears the ring. 
Okay. Folks, I have to stop here for just a second. I thought that this was going to happen next year, but I see that it has happened now. I have to say a word about the Rock and Rebel. I thought that this was going to happen next year when I got to a match uh, involving Chris Benoit. Now, there are bad people in wrestling. We, we know that as well established. One earlier in this show, and who will come back up in just a couple of matches, Jimmy Snuka, with what he did to his ex-girlfriend, not a good person. Rock and roll Buck Zumhoff, th the most hated person. Rock and Rebel falls under the same category as Chris Benoit because he did the same thing as Chris Benoit. Regardless of what you think of he or Benoit as a performer, they killed their wife and then committed suicide. It cannot be ignored or explained away. So, anytime any match of theirs comes up, I will cover it just like any other match, but I will not celebrate the lives because to me they're not worth celebrating. But I will not ignore it because that is not reality. You can't ignore something that did happen, just as you cannot ignore how their lives ended, nor can it be explained away. So just a, a small word about that. Our next match is a cat fight. Miss Peaches versus Terrible Tigra. They roll around grabbing each other. It goes in and out of the ring. They both get their shirts torn off. Tigra bails at one point, but is cornered by another woman and forced back into the ring. Peaches tears half of Tigra's remaining outfit off, and Tigra runs to the back. The other woman comes in, but before we get her name, Rockin' Rebel and Tony Stetson come in and tear the new woman's top off. It gets blurred, and the Sandman and Larry Winters run them off. ECW television title match, our second one of the night. Jimmy Snuka with Polly Dangerously versus Tommy Cairo. Terry Funk joins commentary. Slow to start, Snuka complains that Cairo pulled his hair. Cairo bridges for a two count. Snuka rolls out of the ring. A sunset flip and reversal get both men some two counts. Cairo hits a big suplex. Cairo then hits a back elbow in the corner. Cairo gets a two count. Polly trips Cairo when the referee isn't looking, and Snooker gets the win with his own feet on the ropes. Philly Street Fight, the Sandman versus Rock and Rebel. Sandman comes in and attacks Rebel before introductions are made. He DDTs Rebel and hangs him on the ropes. It goes outside. They fight on the floor. Back in, Sandman hits two corner whips. Rebel gets a foot up on a corner charge and bulldogs Sandman. Rebel takes a bite out of an apple, and hits a reverse neckbreaker. Side slammed by Rebel, then it goes back outside. They trade chair shots. Sandman gets the chair and hits Rebel with it several times. Sandman comes off the top rope, and both Rebel and the referee get hit. Tony Stetson comes in and attacks Sandman. Sandman DDTs Stetson and throws him out. Then he does an atomic drop and a clothesline on Rebel. A mysterious woman comes to the ring. They don't mention who it is, but it is Tammy Sitch the future Sonny. Sandman hits a drop kick from the top rope, but the woman sprays him in the eyes and Rebel whips him with his belt and rolls Sandman up for the pin. Dick Murdoch versus Dark Patriot number two. 
originally supposed to be Murdoch versus Dark Patriot number one, but before the match, Paulie says Dark Patriot is in Japan, but that Dark Patriot number two is going to sub for him. Dark Patriot was Doug Gilbert. No one seems to know who Dark Patriot 2 is. Murdoch goes after Paul E, but gets jumped by Patriot 2. All Patriot 2 to start. Murdoch hasn't had a chance to take his jacket off. He finally does and unloads with punches and a drop kick. He hits some elbows and knees on Patriot 2. Patriot 2 goes outside. He picks up an object and nails Murdoch with it. They trade blows. Patriot 2 knocked down. He throws Murdoch down. Back in, Murdoch counters a slam and gets the pin. Six-man tag match. Wildman Sal Balomo, Super D number one, and Stevie Wonderful versus the Suicide Blondes, Richard Michaels and Jonathan Hotbody, and Hunter Q. Robbins III. Joey Styles joins commentary. Super D and Richard Michaels start. Back and forth. Super D working the arm. Michaels reverses it and works an arm bar. Baloma tagged in and dominates. Super D tagged back in. Michaels gets Super D down and Hunter Q tagged in. Wonderful also tagged in. Hot Body tagged in after Hunter Q begs off. Michaels and Balomo in. Balomo with a headlock. Super D in and he hits a big power slam on Michaels. He pulls him up instead of pinning him. Super D with a death drop on Michaels. Balomo in but gets caught in the heel's corner. He gets pummeled while the referee is distracted. Hot Body tagged in. He wears Balomo down and Hunter Q tagged in. They punish Balomo some more. Hot Body back in and does a guillotine catapult to Balomo on the bottom rope. Heels batter Balomo, but he powers his way over and tags in Super D. Wonderful and Hunter Q battle outside of the ring. Super D does a big slam on Michaels and Balomo splashes him for the pin. Texas Chain Match Terry Funk versus Eddie Gilbert with Paul E. Dangerously. Todd Gordon joins Jay Sully on commentary. Gilbert doesn't want to get into the ring. He throws a chair in the ring. They finally get the chain on both men. Paul E. sucks chant goes out. Gilbert retreating from Funk. Funk goes outside and pulls Gilbert outside over the top rope. Funk goes after Gilbert on the outside. They go back in. Gilbert slams Funk and hits him with the chain. Funk rolls out. He comes back and slaps Gilbert. Gilbert punches him in the throat and hits three corners while Funk is down. Funk stops him and whips Gilbert with the chain. Gilbert rolls out. When he comes back in, Funk wraps the chain around Gilbert's neck. He then pulls him over his back and drops him. He hits three corners before Gilbert stops it. He wraps the chain around Funk's neck. They go outside. Funk knocked into the timekeeper's table and is busted open. Gilbert then crotches Funk. Gilbert wraps Funk's face with the chain. Gilbert gets three corners and Funk fights it. They slug it out. Gilbert knocked down and bleeding. It goes outside where Funk chokes Gilbert and it goes out into the crowd. Funk whipping Gilbert with the chain. Funk then drags Gilbert back to the ring. Funk takes the ring steps and slams it on Gilbert. Back and forth. Gilbert wraps his hand with the chain but accidentally hits the referee. Funk then gets three corners, but Gilbert stops it. Referee Kevin Christian then comes to the ring. Gilbert choking Funk and gets three corners, and Funk is fighting to stop him from hitting the fourth as a Terry chant goes out. Funk knocks Gilbert out and gets all four corners, but Paul E. distracts referee Kevin Christian, who doesn't see the fourth corner touch. 
Funk argues with him and Gilbert hits him with a chair. Gilbert then piles drive Funk on the chair before touching all four corners. Pauly then proclaims Gilbert the king of Philadelphia. Christian and Gilbert hug proving that they were in collusion all along. Ty Gordon comes to the ring and fires Christian. Pauly then hits Gordon with the telephone. Gilbert runs away from Funk. Funk then raises the crown. Funk then gets on the mic and makes a speech, but you can't make it out what he is saying. The video then fades to black. Hey folks, if you like the show, please leave a review in iTunes, Apple Podcasts, or your podcast platform of choice. There are a number of ways that you can contact me. You can follow the show's Twitter at Cup of Joe Pod. You can email the show at Cup of Joe Wrestling Show at gmail.com. You can follow me on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. I am at the Joey Harris. Thank you for joining me this week. This is Joey Harris saying so long from Stately Maine Manor. The Cup of Joe Wrestling Show is a production of Baby Kangaroo Media.